Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Imagine this. Ever get that niggly feeling that you can't quite shake off? Maybe when you swiped right on an online dating site and are hours away from going on that first date, or you got the job offer and accepted. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode three of Anita Chat. Is it fear or intuition? What does this feeling mean? Should you run for the hills or should you feel the fear and do it anyway? Being in situations such as the scenarios above can be a very unsettling and uncomfortable energy. And as a self-relationship coach, I get this question a lot. And I myself have faced this in the past. And that's why I thought this is an important topic for us to bring up at the chat today. Because as fellow growth-oriented humans, I know we want to show up and I know we want to create impact. And in order to do that, we will be delving past our comfort zones and instinctually we will be putting ourselves in situations where we feel fear. But also, instinctually, every single one of us has intuition or inner knowing. Some of us are more tapped into our intuition than others, but we all have it and we all have the capacity to tune into it. And that is where things get tricky. We need to know how to interpret and navigate these circumstances. So is it what I like to call the inner guidance or inner GPS system speaking or the inner BS system? I go into this in greater detail in my book that is slowly being written, but in essence, we are all energy. Everything around us is energy. And as humans, we are multifaceted dimensions comprised of the mind, body, and soul connection. And when you take a look at this mind, body, soul bit, fear and intuition are part of our beings at all times, but fear comes from the mind dimension and intuition comes from our soul, which some equate to our heart. And so I think we're pretty comfortable with knowing what fear is or what fear feels like. It can make us feel anxious, resistant. It can make us want to retreat and physically it can manifest in many ways like heart palpitations or trembling. So fear elicits a lot of emotion. Intuition, on the other hand, is coming from the soul-based dimension and is an inner knowing. It's something that we can't explain by logic or reason. It's something we just know deep down and either feel good or bad about, and that's what we refer to as the inner guidance system. And because intuition is based in our heart energy or our heart chakra, if it is associated with any kind of emotions, it tends to be emotions aligned with the universe. So think expansion, think joy, think hope. So emotionally, it would elicit feelings that are either detached completely to emotions that are a little bit more of a higher vibe. As you can see, fear and intuition are both part of our beings and part of us at all times, but we also tend to oscillate between them. Meaning if we're in our mind, it's hard to be in our heart. If we are logical, we aren't really tapping into our inner knowing. We're relying on past experiences or past conditioning or past beliefs to dictate what we're feeling. In the Western world especially, we tend to rely on the more logical aspects of our mind and fear tends to permeate our thought processes. The fear of judgment, of not being enough, of consequences starts at a young age and sets the foundation for a lifetime of this mindset. 
So while I referred to fear as the inner BS system earlier, in jest, it's not all that bad. In fact, fear is very necessary to our survival. Fear is an instinctual response that keeps us safe. If you were doing something for the first time or going beyond the self-imposed limits of your comfort zone, your mind is going to sound the alarm and fear is going to permeate your being. The brain is not evolutionarily equipped to decipher whether this fear is reasonable or not. You have to do that deep analysis yourself. So real talk here, let me give you two examples where you can see kind of fear and you can see intuition at its finest. If you remember the scenarios that were at the very beginning of this episode, one of them actually applied to me and that was being caught in analysis paralysis over a job. I went for a new job. Uh, I got it and subsequently was filled with so much discomfort and I wasn't really sure if it was my inner voice saying, uh uh, bad news, get out of there. So in my case, it was fear-based, but in that moment, I was leaving behind a job of five years that I was clearly great at, relationships with coworkers that felt like family, to move to an entirely new job, to work with strangers, and to embrace a new organizational culture that was completely unknown to me. And my WTF alarm was ringing loud and clear, right? My mind was shouting all things like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why you got to go and do something different? I was clearly putting myself out of comfort zone. And that's why these alarm bells were ringing. I'm really glad that I did give this job a chance because I learned so much from a skill and life purpose perspective. So fear's job is to keep us safe. And in order to keep us safe, that sometimes means that we would just be stuck doing the same thing day in and day out because we know how to, we know that we're good at it. We know how to predict the outcomes related to it, but that also keeps us small. And so if we want to dream big and do big things, we sometimes do have to work through that uncomfortable feeling of fear and just say, thanks for sending the alarm. I totally know I'm going out of my comfort zone, but I think I got this. And so here's an example of intuition at its finest. After years of looking for our forever home and coming up short, we finally found it and totally unexpectedly. And I loved this home from a space and layout perspective, but felt that it needed substantive changes because it was a little bit dated. And so I was pretty firm in, in terms of how much I was willing to spend on it. Not only did I have a specific price point in mind, but I was also certain that I wanted certain things thrown into the deal, like the home theater couch. My husband, on the other hand, was willing to spend more, especially since we had never agreed upon a house after all of these years. We went through and we put a bid on the house and we ultimately went with a price that I was willing to spend, which was lower than what my husband was willing to do. And we lost the deal. And my husband felt pretty sad. I, on the other hand, was not. And out of the two of us, I tend to be the more emotional one. What was even more odd about the situation was that I remained confident that this house would be ours at the price that I wanted to pay for it and with all those extra ridiculous bells and whistles thrown in. And there was a sold sign up on the house. But sure enough, about a week later, our realtor got this unexpected call asking us if we were still interested in the property. We got the house for my price. We got the extras, all of it. My realtor was amazed. Never in all of his decades of work had this happened to him. The same thing happened when we went to sell our home about a month later. I just knew. I knew to the day when we would be selling our house and the exact price, which my husband, my realtor, my in-laws, my parents, they all thought was outrageous. But guess what? I was right. I just knew. 
So my friends, I think it's really important to remind us all that intuition is an inner knowing that is within all of us. But some of us are more tuned into it and use it more often to make decisions and are more able to tune into the awareness of when it's somebody's intuition talking versus fear. We all have this capacity to use it. It's really like a muscle. Here are some strategies that anyone can use to get clarity when they're in a situation where they don't know if it's their fear talking or if it's their inner guidance. The first question to ask yourself is, are you in danger? Obviously, if you are in real danger, then that is fear talking. But even if you are in perceived danger, so it could be based on an irrational fear or you could just be breaking past a comfort zone. If that's the case, then it just also might be fear talking, right? So feel free to proceed with caution, knowing that the discomfort may be rooted in something completely irrational. Also think about, have you had any kind of prior experiences that your body is reacting to, right? Because we are a product of our past conditioning. So if you've been in situations before that haven't really worked out in your favor, you're more likely to be risk averse and your body's more likely to be sounding those alarm bells if you're coming to a situation that's very similar. The other thing to ask yourself is how do you feel? You feel a lot of emotions and negative emotions in particular. So you feel like constrictive energy, you feel like withdrawing, you feel anxious, uh, you feel the heart palpitations, you feel the insomnia, all that kind of thing, then that's more likely to be coming from a place of fear. However, if you feel more expansive energy, so if you feel joy, upliftment, excitement, um, or a complete kind of detached experience from this, so no emotions, then that's probably coming from more of an intuitive place. And if you aren't into the woo-woo leaning into the feelings kind of person, then use your logic instead. What is the worst thing that can possibly happen? One of my big philosophies in life is everything is reversible, right? You can always course correct and you can always change your mind and course correct, but you'll never know if you don't take that first step. So how do you know if Mr. Swipe Right is Mr. Right or Mr. Swipe Out of My Memory? You have to go on that first date. Bottom line, my friends, you wouldn't be part of this chat if you didn't want to grow and evolve. And with growth comes a multitude of emotions and feelings and discomfort. And now you know what to make of those inner dialogues and feelings as you chart your path forward. Keep growing and glowing, my friends. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you.